0: Amen. Glory to God. And, uh, you know, if you get saved, well, act saved. <laughs> Amen. You know, you know what it's like to live for the devil. Most of you used to be knuckleheads, you know. Amen. And uh, when you get saved, come on in. Act, go after God as hard as you did when you were on the other side. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. So, But I so appreciate your pastors. I appreciate you all loving them taking such good care of them, supporting them. How many know this is probably the best church in the heart of the Bay Area? Amen. Can I hear a better amen than that? Amen. You go to church here, how many know this is the best church in the Bay Area? Amen. 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 Glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. We're not the only ones going to heaven. Anybody that believes Jesus Christ is the Son of God and you've got to have Him, they're our family. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, we're so glad to see everybody. Appreciate you coming today. And, uh, you know, you could be anywhere else, but you decided to show up at church yeah. and come with a supply, ready to go, hungry. We appreciate it. Smile, look at somebody say, sure, I'm glad to see you. Yeah. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Well, you all have been talking about healing, victory uh, for several weeks. And so uh, this morning, if you have your Bibles, I'd like for you to open them up, if you would, please. Mark chapter 16, very familiar scripture. And uh, we're going to take a few moments here this morning. We're going to look at some things, some things that we've kind of dug around in. The Holy Ghost has helped us. And so uh, Mark chapter 16, and we'll begin reading in about verse 16. We'll pray. Father, this morning we love and thank you and praise you so very much. Thank you for the precious Word of God. Lord, we realize that the Bible is actually you talking to us. Now, Father, whether you ever talk to us audibly, and we're open to that, but even if we heard an audible voice that was very supernatural, it still has to come back to the written Word of God. So we understand every time we open our Bibles up and we look at it, and the Holy Ghost brings light and revelation, it's you talking to us. So as we come to your Word this morning, Holy Spirit, bring forth light, illumination, revelation, from the Word. We're grateful for the light of the Word that we presently have, but we thank you, Father, as we walk in that light, then we qualify to receive more. And we thank you, the greater the light, the greater the victory. So we're going from victory to victory, glory to glory. And we thank you for it in Jesus' mighty name. Everybody agreed, said amen. Amen. In Mark chapter 16, 16, it says, well, verse 15, he said unto them, Go ye into all the world, preach the good news to every creature. How many of you are glad good news to a poor man is you don't have to be poor no more? Glory to God. How many of you are glad good news to somebody that's having trouble with drugs or something is you don't have to struggle no more? Amen. Aren't you glad for the gospel? Amen. Amen. So he says, go ye into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, in the name of Jesus, shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. If it bless you, they shall drink any deadly thing it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Right? Right. Now, in that, we know that one of the ways for somebody to be healed is just for a believer to lay hands on you. Is that right? Right. So, as a believer, can you lay hands on people? authorized or through the authority of jesus christ sure you can we know also through the bible jesus sometimes would say to people according to your faith so be it unto you so i mean no oh, you can take the bible first peter 224 matthew 8 17 talks about that he bore our sins that it might be fulfilled which is spoken by the prophet isaiah that He bore our sins, carried our sickness and our disease. How many know you can just stand on that and be healed? Amen. Amen. Well, we know that there's many facets, many ways. As you study the Bible and revelation comes, your pastors teach you the Word, you study the Word, the Holy Ghost brings light to it. How many know you can be healed that way? Amen. Then there's other ways. There's gifts of the Spirit. Now, if you would, go over to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, please. Now, we know, uh, you remember James uh, 5, it talks about it. It says, if anyone among you is sick, let that person that's sick call for the elders of the church. Anoint him with oil and prayer of faith shall save the sick and raise him up. And, and if he's committed any sin, he'll be forgiven, right? Confess your faults one unto another that you may be healed. Well, how many of you know, call them for the elders, leadership of the church to pray, come and pray for you. You can be healed that way too, Right? Then that one I just quoted about, confess your faults one to another. How I many? oh, you might be mad at somebody. You know, you might hate somebody's guts. You love Jesus, but you hate somebody's guts. Well, how many of you know, if you'll just repent, you know, you might as well just make it plain so people can understand. Amen. You ever heard, hated anybody's guts? Amen. You know, oh, no, Brother Ricky, I love, I love. Yeah, right, whatever. Amen. You know, but you know, I... I'm a preacher, and I've wanted to whoop a few folk before. Amen. In Jesus' name, of course. Amen. But you... (laughs) Amen. And tell them, I can whoop you in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, but, you know, as a preacher, you can't be doing a lot of that. Amen. But anyway, but, you know, confess your faults one another. I love Jesus, but I hate your guts. Well, that'll get you in trouble sometimes. Right? It'll get you in trouble all the time. But you know, as you walk in more light, so you can confess some things, Lord, I'm sorry. Right? And you can get healed that way. See, there's many, many ways healings can come. Amen. But one thing about it is we're satisfied to believe is that Jesus bore stripes upon his back. He was beaten with a cat of nine tails. And how many know he wasn't beat because he was guilty because Peter records it and says, by his stripes, you were healed. Glory to God. Amen. He was put on the cross because of our sin, but I mean, no, his meeting was so that you could be well. And as Pastor Mark said, quoted F.F. F. Bosworth a while ago, not only physical, mental, and spiritual did Jesus buy you. Amen. Amen. So then here in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, Uh, Verse 1, Paul writes and he says to the church Corinth, but also here at Hayward, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. Look at somebody and say, God don't want you ignorant. (laughs) Amen. You know what ignorant means? Uninformed. You just don't know. It's different and stupid. Right? (laughs) If you're given information and you won't act on it, you're stupid. Right? But ignorant means you just don't know yet. Right? There's several things my wife has tried to convince me I'm ignorant on. <laughs> Amen. She said, honey, you're just ignorant in that area. And you know, I want to blow up a little bit, but we get past it. But that's all Paul meant by that. Ignorant is just uninformed. Well, I mean, you know, I used to think God had a big stick and he was walking around heaven. And every time, you know, he wanted to get your attention, he'd smack you. Pi y'all a good one and you know and that's just what I thought God walked around didn't say much but carried a big stick and he would just whop you to get your attention how many of you know once we found out the truth God's a good God the devil's a bad devil we got mad at the devil and we've been mad at him ever since amen God ain't out hurting folk God's for you not against you amen remember what R.W. shambok he used to quote that little girl she said if God be for you the devil up against it Amen. Glory to God. How many of you believe God's for you? Hallelujah. Then if God's for you, the devil is up against it. Amen. So we're just going to find out what belongs to us, right? So look at somebody one more time, smile and say, don't be ignorant of the things of the spirit. Right? Amen. Know what the Holy Ghost looks like when he's flowing. Right? But then know what the devil looks like. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You ever been at the house and, and go, something all of a sudden begin to be disturbed? And all of a sudden, you know, you say, you know what Jesus said? Get thee behind me, Satan. Well, you can say that, but don't ever look at your wife when you say that. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Can I hear better? Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. I I might as well tell this. I feel like I should years ago. You know, I'm a big one to aggravate. I like to tease like my sister was talking about pick. I love to pick. Amen. If nothing's happening, don't just hang around. We'll get something stirred up. Amen. But uh, I was messing with my wife one night and she told me, she said, you better quit or you won't. See me for a few days. And of course I, I just kept on, kept on, kept on. And then she said, I'm I'm not I'm not playing, Ricky. I'm serious. If you don't stop, you're not gonna see me for a few days. Sure enough, I didn't quit. I just kept after it. First day I didn't see her. Second day I didn't see her. Third day the swelling started going down out of this eye. I began to be able to see her a little bit. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just kidding. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yeah. No, i I've, I have to tell you too. I have my wife begging. I, I'm sorry to tell you, I did. Uh, she was begging me, and I, I'm sorry to tell you, as a man of God, but I did. She was begging me to come out from underneath the bed and fight like a man. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> 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 Hallelujah. But you know, it's all right to enjoy your salvation. Can I hear a real good? Amen. You know, I just have a hard time being all bless A, you A, dumb A, all that, you know. Mm, amen. I just got to be me because if I'm not me, I forget who I am. Yeah. But allow God and the Holy Ghost to work with you. Yeah. Amen. Okay. You know, you might be a little rough around the edges. That's why Peter got the revelation. And he wrote and he said, you are lively stones. Well, I ain't never been around a rock yet. that, that just been laying around. That doesn't have some jagged edges on you. You know, you might be pointing at a few folk and scratching people when they get up around you. You know, you're a little jagged. But, you know, you just keep hanging around and allow the Word of God and the Holy Ghost. He'll smooth you up. That's right. That's right? right? And you'll fit. You'll get placed in the wall of God. Look at somebody say, I fit. Absolutely. Amen. Glory to God. Now, let's get back to this other part here. Now, so here in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Let's start, if you would, please, in about verse uh, 7. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. How many of you are glad it's given to help the entire church? Amen. Amen. So anything it's given to help us, how I many? no, I want it. Right? Amen. For the one is given by the Spirit, the word of wisdom, another word of wisdom, by the same Spirit, another faith, same Spirit, another gifts of healing, by the same Spirit, another work of miracles, another prophecy, another discerning spirits, another divers, kinds of tongues, another interpretation of tongues, all these work that one self, same Spirit, dividing every man severally as he wills. Right? Now, so we know there's nine of them there, right? In that, we understand. You can ask my sister. I used to read like Dick and Jane books. <laughs> Amen. I'm serious about it. And if they was very big words, I didn't know what they were. But you know the Holy Ghost will give you a brand new brain. He will. Amen. I'm serious about it. Glory to God. See, my I'd messed up my body. I don't know what all I am preaching this morning, but we're having a good time. Good. But there I'd messed up my inner side. You know, you drink whiskey and chase them. We used to take a pill that was called West Coast Turnaround. And uh, it was a speed pill. We we called them uh, White Crosses. They had nothing to do with the blood of Jesus, but they were white crosses. And you'd take one, chase it with wild turkey, and you could leave Oklahoma, go to to California and back and never go to sleep. (laughs) West Coast turnaround. And we'd do stupid stuff. And I messed up my body. And my sister told a little bit about. And and she was very kind and gracious because I I was just a, a, a knucklehead. That's what I was, a heathen. But if you are a heathen, be one right? But if you get saved, get saved. Amen. Amen. And so uh, I'd done a lot of things. I messed up my body. I know where the Holy ghost is going now. Amen. Amen. But uh, I'd messed up my body and especially my inside, my belly. And, uh, and uh, I had some things kind of like ulcers and stuff and I'd eat and have some trouble and difficulty. And then I'd boogered up one of my legs, uh, my knee on a bronc, some stuff. And then I'd had one crazy horse run over me and I'd messed up my back. He left hoof prints on me. And after after he run over me, if I wasn't hurting so bad, I'd have killed him graveyard dead. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. But I couldn't get up. And so I'd messed up my body pretty bad. And, uh, so I finally, you know, my brother-in-law, and my sister, they'd been praying for me and they believed in me and they wouldn't quit. And they was pleading my case and God got a hold of me. And, uh, me and my wife, we said, uh, I told her, I said, on place I know to find helps at the church. So we went back to church. We went to one denominational church. I told her, I said, there ain't enough life here to hold me steady. Because I'd been drinking and, you know, just quit a few days before. Actually, I might have drank one before we went to church. And <laughs> maybe even smoked one. I ain't sure. But, you know, we, we went to church and we were there in church. So I, I said, I got to have more. And we found a, a guy that was associated with Rhema. And uh, he didn't tell us that. But he started teaching us the Word of God. And then it was just the next year they come and they said you, you ought to go to Bible school and you ought to go to Rhema. I didn't know what Rhema was I didn't know what brother I never heard of brother Hagen or nothing and so they helped us go and paid our tuition and stuff like that well after I got there I still had all these problems in my body and, and uh, in this what I'm going to share with you just as briefly as I can and quick as I can skip First Corinthians 12 you've heard it enough go over to Luke 17 <laughs> Glory to God. Woo. Glory. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. That was a good Bible verse. Amen. Now, Luke 17, (laughs) verse uh, 11. Came to pass, he went to Jerusalem, He's passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. He entered into a certain village. There met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. As they lifted up their voice, said, Jesus, master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, go show yourself unto the priest. It came to pass that as they went, they were all what? Cleansed. Uh, So could I say they were all healed? They were all cleansed, right? So now I've got an old book a a friend of mine gave me. It was an old Zondervan Pictorial Dictionary from the Baptist. And uh, it's an excellent old book. I got it put up because it's falling apart. But in it, it's got all these pictures. And it'll explain Bible days and stuff in the Middle East. And it showed people with leprosy in this book. And I I used to carry these pictures from that book. But there was a, a young man, and uh, he had a hand. He was holding it up, and he had no fingers. They they were all lead off right there at his hand. He still had a thumb. Part of his ear was gone. Some had got on his face. And so in that, we understand that 10 of these men had leprosy. Jesus come along and he says, go show yourself unto the priest. As they went, all 10 no longer had leprosy. Yes. Yes. Would you agree with me? Yes. Now in that, if you don't mind, would you go over to Matthew chapter, about chapter 18 probably. Matthew 18, hold this. At, uh, Luke, we'll come right back to it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, Matthew chapter 18, when you get there, if you would say amen. Amen. All right, let's look at verse 8 together. Jesus said, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off. Cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life. How? Halt or maimed, maimed, rather than having two hands or two feet. So my question to you is, how did Jesus use the terminology halt or maimed? A body part missing. Right? Now, I mean, no, Jesus did not want people to hurt the physical body. Can I hear a good amen? Because that is the temple that we live in. And God lives in us, right? Yes. Right. So, but he's using it in a way, the importance of how it is to get rid of stuff that'll keep you out of heaven, right? But he used the terminology for halt or maim as a body part missing. Is that correct? Yes. All right. So then he said... Uh, get rid of the hand he didn't want you to hurt your body but then he said it's better to enter into life halt or maimed everybody say halt or maimed, halt or maimed than having two hands two feet and then go into the fire right now go back to chapter 15 same book chapter 15 let's look together if you would at verse 31 Matthew fifteen thirty-one. well we'll start in verse 30 a great multitude came unto him having with them those that were lame everybody say lame please Lame, those blind, dumb, maimed. Everybody say maimed. maimed. And many others and cast them down at Jesus' feet and he did what? Maimed. Healed them all. Verse 31. Insomuch that the multitude wondered when they saw the dumb to speak and the maimed. Everybody say maimed. Maimed, maimed to be what? Made whole. To be made whole. So qualify the maimed to be whole. What would you think it was? New parts restored. I agree. So now let's go back to Luke 17. So in Luke 17, we see Jesus says, go your way, show yourself unto the priest because he's acting under Levitical law. They would pronounce him clean, put him up, quarantine, then look at him again and pronounce him clean to go back into society. So as they went, they came to the priest and as they went, they were what? Verse 14 cleansed, or may I say they were all healed, right? Yeah. Then it says, and one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back with a loud voice and glorified God. And, and we're going to get into that part in just a minute. Now, nine of them, I want to ask this question. Did all 10, were they completely cleansed? Yes. All right. Did any of them have leprosy anymore? No. no. Nine of them you could still as they went back into society, they no longer have leprosy, but the pictures that I have in that old book, their their fingers were gone, an ear was gone, or maybe, you know, something a, a place on them where this leprosy had eaten. That was still there. That part was missing, but they no longer had leprosy. Yeah. So nine of them are so thrilled to no longer have leprosy that they're willing to go back into society looking like that. When I came into the family of God and God 84 and God so opened his arms and welcomed me back, I still had all of this trouble in my body. But one thing about it is I'm no longer headed to hell. I'm headed to heaven. And I was so thrilled just to be saved and know my name is written in the Lamb's book of life that I was willing to go through life. But see, the thing of it is, is what God taught me here. He gave me this story. He said, you're willing to go with the gut trouble, the knee, the back, and some other stuff. But he said, you don't have to. Amen. Amen. It doesn't matter what people have done. How many of you are glad God sent Jesus and his blood is strong enough to wash away all sin and clean the slate? Glory to God. Amen. 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 See, people come in. And, and you know, I, I used to think, you know, sometimes people would say, I remember a church that we attend when we was kids, and they'd have old time what we'd call fire and brimstone preachers, and they'd get in your face, they say, You're going to hell, boy. Hell, hell, hell. You hear me? Hell. <laughs> and you could smell the smoke. <laughs> you know. You know, you'd be like, dear God. You know, they scare the hell out of you. You know what? That's what Jude says. Saving some out of the fire by fear. Amen. You know, but but now, you know, I don't quite preach that way now. But anyway, you know. <laughs> Amen. But you know, the deal of it is, is sometimes people come in and they're like, "Woohoo! I'm saved!" But you know, they come in. oh car run over me (laughs) (laughs) and are you safe absolute glory to God and they love God and they're so thrilled to be saved thrilled that they're going to heaven but how many of you know God don't want you hurting while you're here on planet earth (laughs) glory to God God wants you well (laughs) I remember brother Hagen would teach us and he says Healing belongs to us. But he says, you know, really and truly, let's grow to a place where we don't need healing. We just walk in divine hell. But how many of you know, we are going to help people get healed, learn to walk in hell. But aren't you glad? Until we get to that place, healing is available. Hallelujah. Glory to God forevermore. Not too long ago, uh, we were uh, in uh, Lockhart, Texas, and I was up there just to preaching along. And the Lord said, there's somebody here that was in an accident. And the and, uh, way he told me is they're really not saved. But he said they can't walk. And so I called that out. And a lady come forward and she was with a walker and she was all messed up in her back and everything. And all of a sudden, you know, she wasn't taught nothing. She was a visitor. She just showed up and God hit her with his power. She turned loose of the walker and fell. I screamed like a little girl. I thought it hurt her. I'm like, it wasn't a major weight, you know. To the, you know, like the Holy Ghost, ah, you know, they like, Broom. and she bounced and she laid over and moaned a little bit. And I was, a, I didn't want to look, you know. And she laid there for a little bit. And pretty soon she got up and she was crying. And she said, "I am totally, totally." Made whole. And she run all over that church. She like created a revival up in there. And all of a sudden she wants to get saved. Now how many of you know if God will do that for a sinner, how much more does he love his children? How much more does he love his kids? Glory to God. So nine of them, they go back into society. But every day you can see what sin, disease, had done to them now people don't know the the shape I used to be in you know uh, at 55 I feel so good I can't hardly stand myself but I can (laughs) I'm serious I feel so good But you know, I used to have aches, pains. I know what it's like to try to get out of bed and you just pick up your head and it hurts so bad. I know what it's like to ease out and ever different things and you can't walk and your knee pops. And I know about all of that. But I tell you what, like Brother Hagin said, he said, I've been poor and I've been rich. Rich is better. I've been sick and I've been healed. Health is better. Hey, glory to God. So nine go through life. They're so thrilled. They're so thrilled to be no longer have leprosy. But then one of them, one man, he comes back. And Jesus says, verse, were there not 10 cleansed? Where are the nine? They are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said unto them, arise, go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee what? Ho. Oh. Oh. Tell me again what did Matthew say? The main were made to be what? Ho. Oh. Oh. I'll quickly run through this. Acts chapter 3, there was a man that was crippled from birth. And they laid him at the gate called Beautiful Daily. He begged arms. Peter and John come by, said, silver and gold, have I none? Such as I have given unto thee. In the name of Jesus Christ, Nazareth, rise up and walk. Peter, taking him by his right hand, lifted him up, and immediately in his feet and ankle bones received strength. He jumped, leaped, glorified God, run through the temple, and just carrying on. Amen. Then over and about Acts chapter 4, about verse 16, it says that these men are getting together concerning Peter and John and said, can we no doubt deny that this is a notable miracle which was done? Then about verse 23 in Acts 4, he says that he says that there was a great... Is that up on the screen? You got that Acts 4, 23? They can get it. Oh, I can get it right here in my Bible real quick. If you, if you, okay. And being let go, they went their own company. Oh, that's not it. I told you a wrong verse. Acts 4 one verse above it. For the man was above 40 years old, and on, on whom this miracle of healing was what? Show. Show. Everybody say, miracle of, miracle of healing. Now, we know when Jesus said, cut off the hand if it offend thee or of foot, it's better to enter into life, halt or maimed. Is that right? Yeah. The maimed were made whole, right? But then here, the man in Acts 3, he had feet and he had ankle bones, but yet he couldn't walk. So in Acts 4.22, on whom this notable miracle, right, was done. Now, the way Brother Hagin would teach this in his books was he said it wasn't a miracle concerning the man in Acts 3. It was a miraculous healing because a miracle is when something's gone And it takes a miracle to put it back. See, if you break an arm, which you're not, but if you did and you ain't, if you break an arm, then how many of you know, you don't need a miracle for the bone. You need healing because the bones broke. But if you don't have an arm, we can't pray for healing. We got to have a creative miracle to put it back. Right? So that's why he would explain the difference between miraculous healings and miracles. So a while ago, I was going to preach uh, a message I had earlier and then on, after service, a while ago, he said, no, I'll change, go this other way. So this morning, we're going to talk, we're, we're not going to talk, we're going to finish up here pretty quick. You know, blessed are the short-winded what's going to happen to them. They'll be back. invited back. That's right. Amen. Glory to God. So we're going to talk uh, just a few minutes more about the miraculous workings of God. See, mer- miraculous healings, or miracles. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. See, if you've got something wrong with you, then how many of you know God can heal it? Yes. But see, if something's been removed, how many of you know, and you need it back, you can't heal that. No, you can't. We've got to have a miracle. That's right. That's Amen. Right. Glory Amen. to God. So, I don't know what all we're going to do other than we're going to minister to folk. Let's all stand up. Hallelujah. Now, I went over my testimony briefly. My sister, uh, she, she, didn't, she was very kind to me. She didn't tell you how mean I was and stuff. But uh, everything, thank you, sir, everything that was wrong with my body is now completely made whole. Everything. Everything. Now, many of you know, not because I'm so wonderful, but because I serve someone who is wonderful. Hallelujah. And his name is Jesus. Yes, sir. People can be so thrilled. Brother Ricky, I'm saved. I used to be such a bad person. And I'm saved. Thank God you're saved. That qualifies you to go to heaven when you leave earth. But it qualifies you for some rights and privileges on planet earth. Now, if something you've damaged, something, you know, people feel bad. You know, people sometimes, devil come along and says, well, you know, you only got what you deserve. Now, Psalms 1010, I think it is, about what? Verse 10. Uh, I think that's right. It says, he had not rewarded us according to our transgressions, nor hath he rewarded us according to our what? Sins. Look at somebody smile real big and say, you never did get what you deserve. Really, you didn't. Right? You didn't. You didn't get what you deserve. You got what God wanted you to have. And when you accepted Jesus, you get what Jesus got for you. So the devil come along and says, well, you just got what you deserve. No, no, wrong devil. I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. Look at two people, smile real big, and tell them, say, there is a healer in the house today. There is a healer in the house today. What's his name? Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. Now, I don't care what's wrong with you. It it could be belly trouble. It could be leg trouble, eye trouble, ear trouble. It don't matter. If you need something in your body fixed, how many of you know our eyes are on Jesus? Right. Amen. Anybody that wants prayer, anybody at all. Now, if you're not saved, you come get in the same line. Tell me when I get to you. I want to get saved, Amen. right? Amen. Tell Amen. Me, tell me to go to the sides. Do Do you want to do that? No, no, no. I'll wait. I'll go to the sides. Anybody that wants prayer, come on now. Go Hallelujah. The side. Go to the sides, guys. The if there's any. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Blessed be God.